bag alert, major bag alert. Oh, bag alert. Burr, 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 burr. We are sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Welcome to the mailbag, everybody. John, I've pulled a pack of Tito's cards. I pulled out the Tito's underdog. Tito's underdog. That's right. They're trading cards. This is if you want to get, get to, you know, get a little crazy. Four ounces of grapefruit juice, lime and grapefruit wedge. You'd have to know where the grapefruits are in the grocery store to actually pull this drink off. I don't know. But uh, I don't know either. Four ounces of grapefruit juice. Maybe you can just ask somebody for where the grapefruit juice is. And uh, some Tito's. Our long-lost friend, Lo Neal, used to have a saying, said, let's get crazy. And that's where Tito's. <laughs> uh, get Tito's right now. Number one vodka in America. Sponsor of the pod. Sponsor of the YouTube channel. Just friends of the program. Yeah, we're big fans. Send us send us pictures this weekend of you hanging out with your Tito's. You can go to mybookie.ag ham one. That's so you can make your bets. We'll see if our lock of the week and our dead of the week hit. If hopefully you're in our DraftKings game. If you're not, the best thing, the winner gets over four hundred dollars, and we shout them out on the next pod. If you're so. listening to this on Saturday night, you know the Hayroom Middlecoff Incorporated just got a little check for some work that we did earlier this year, and you know I'm going to go cash it, and then I'll Venmo Hayroom in his half, and you know I, I might dabble, take some of that into my bookie. I hammer this home on the Friday pot. I do like dogs plus 11 and a half. And I might gotcha. just sprinkle, you know, even if it's 50 bucks, almost three and a half to one money line. I think it's like plus 330. You know, I just. I maybe believe maybe they've biased. won three straight against UCLA as a program. So Revenge I was there for one of them. Game. Did All you right. go to that game that I was at? Rose Bowl? Uh, 09? Uh, Ryan Matthews? 08, actually? No, I was not there. Okay. Mailbag, very easy. You go to iTunes, you leave us a review. We really appreciate it, first and foremost. Uh, it's how you share our podcast with others. It helps the algorithms on uh, iTunes. It helps us out. Five stars, if you want, whatever. Leave us a question in no that. Problem. Tell us your favorite bar, too. That's why we get to some of the bars uh, in this thing. So, John, here we go. Let's dive in. Mailbag. And uh, here we go. Uh, Hampod, best pod out there. Thanks, Mike P. Question. Not as much a question, but more of a pushback. We don't know how good the Raiders will be this week, but I look around the AFC, the Bills, the Browns, the Chiefs, the Titans are probably locks for the playoffs, but are you not many other teams have gotten better? The Dolphins with two ain't better. Colts with Wentz, who's always hurt. Ravens have everyone hurt. Donkeys got Teddy as their quarterback. Pats have a rookie QB. Jets are the Jets. Steelers with old Ben. It's not that crazy. I would argue Hill and Kelsey only got older and the Chiefs don't look much better. You can't argue that the Raiders definitely have, uh, you can't, argue the Raiders defense has gotten a major overhaul much more talent my Tito's hot take is Raiders win the division call it delusion but that's why it's a hot take love the did, show did you watch uh those old guys Kelsey and Hill against the Browns yeah that's the I actually think there's some really good points in this I um, agree but that one's not one no nah, that's not yeah one. I, I I'd throw that one in the trash and then I would I would t- remove the Titans and just and write just AFC South, which clearly going to be probably the Titans or the Colts. The Texans, who knows? I mean, they get off to a hot start. But I'm with you. I, the, But the Dolphins, they beat you last year. Like, they're, they're, the way their style is, like, they're going to come in. That game might be a pick em, you know? If, if they beat the Bills, hell, they could be favored if they beat the Bills by, like, a touchdown. Uh, the Chiefs, to me, clearly better. We'll see the Steelers. I mean, that's, that's, I guess, that's his point. But, yeah, I just think the AFC has a lot of talent. And the Raiders, as you saw on Monday night, like, Miracle might be strong, but it had to take some weird shit for them to win. It's not like, you know, they just beat the the Ravens were injured, but they just won by 14 points, pushed them around. But if the Ravens had won, we'd be saying the same thing. It took some weird shit for them to win. 
Yeah, so, but I th- but I think we all believe that the Ravens are a little flawed with their seven million ACL injuries now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Ron- Ronnie Stanley's out, this. and Villanueva, the Army Ranger who'd been with the Steelers forever, is now their starting left tackle. Well, thank you for your service. He better, hopefully, he's better at left tackle than right. I mean, he left tackle is his position, so. Right tackle was not a good position for him. Also, it was like, oh, life. Ronnie Stanley's not quite ready. Yeah, we saw his leg get snapped last year. Shocker, he's not, you know, week <laughs> one, he was going to be slow to come back. I know. Um, I remember before the year, I said, I think the Raiders are, uh, yeah, I could see him in the playoffs. And then we went through their schedule and I went, oh, maybe I can't. But if they're 2-0, and they beat the Steelers and the Ravens? It's the, more the, about them and less about the rest of the division, the rest good. of the uh, uh, conference. The doc, the donkey's nickname is a good one. You know, if you hate the, like I, I give yes. the, I give the AFC West, you know, I guess probably just the chiefs and the Raiders, the, the charger fans don't, I don't think really talk down to other opponents in their division. They're just happy no. to be uh, there. The, the, the Padre part of them does, although I haven't heard a lot of that lately. No, they've been quiet. They've been falling off the map. I, there's Bruce, Bruce Bochy buzz coming back. Do you see that? I, you know, the John Padres? Dickinson said to me, John Dickinson said to me after the Bochy retirement, like, well, it'll be great for the Giants when he comes back for the Padres. Sunday night baseball within the last month. Oh, it was the Giants Dodger game. Buster only said that, like, you know, clearly they're friends. He's like, yeah, I talked to Bruce and Bruce told me I am not retired for life. Bruce made that clear even after he <laughs> left the Giants that he was not necessarily done if it was a right situation. And yeah, I'm going to have some right cocktails. Place. I'm going to fish a little bit and I'm going to be ready to roll once the team stacked. So, yeah. Hot take right now, Bruce Bochy's the next manager. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think it's been kind of cooking for a while now because he refused to say, like, I've just walked away. The, the only question is, the only question. Well, you, does, you he, does, say? does he call Flannery and say, one last ride? One last ride again. <laughs> well, we already did the ride. Well, I need you again. Well, if, if, if I tell you it's announced, Bochy is the manager of the Padres, is Flannery his third base coach? You know, normally, didn't Flan had some health issues that he had to get through? I hopefully he's one hundred percent. I I'm not sure, but I saw him at a Giants game the other day, so he probably is good to go. Yeah. Um. All right, John. Next up, this comes from C Beaterman fifteen. What's some constructive criticism you'd have for an NFL beat writer? We get it from fans, but would love to hear your thoughts. Favorite bar, Cooperage and Santa Rosa, for obvious reasons. Keep up the awesome work. You know what I love about this one from from Chris Biederman? We didn't do a mailbag last week, and I saw it. I was like, I, I won't tell Middlecoff ahead of time. He doesn't pretend that he's not Chris Biederman in this question. I think Biederman, I'm going to give him a compliment, does a really good job of asking just a very specific question. I, 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 I would put him as maybe the best question asker in the group. Because I think he kind of gets technical, but it's a big picture thing, but it's a very pointed question. It's not... But, but a good delivery? Yeah, and not... I mean, some of them can be a little uncomfortable, but not in a crate, not like in a cone way, you know, where I think he's kind of looking for a reaction. I think he asks good questions. Okay, but he didn't ask for a compliment. He asked for no, constructive I, I, criticism. You go first. Uh, uh, apparel? Attire? Um, it'd be nice if there's a uniform. Like all the writers were, were, you know, tucked in shirts, although I don't. So actually sometimes I do, but that's more of a, I'm not very tall. And so, you know, it's hard to get golf shirts that, that fit me right. They're either too tight or too long. Um, get to the bottom of this IU situation. I mean, we got to make, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Constructive <laughs> criticism. Make, make, make the, make, make those, make those in power more uncomfortable. Why, okay. One put one constructive criticism. There are several players on the Niners and have been since Kyle was there. And maybe this is the nature. It's a tough job to do because these guys spend a lot of time around those guys. And it's you and I 
don't really have to answer to him and we can say whatever we want and no, never like sit there and look Kyle in the eye. Uh, even though we'd love to have him on the podcast and look him in the eye, we'd come down there in a heartbeat. But I would say there are stories that happen a lot of times with Kyle that is like something's brewing, but we never quite know the answer. And, and he's a tough nut to crack and it's, it's hard. But I, I would say like the Kinlaw, Ayuk, there are some stories of some stuff brewing that I think sometimes in like the other markets. Now, part of it is like the Niners are very, very careful <laughs> with what comes out and they made a conscious effort since this group has been in there. Not Kyle doesn't care, but the other guys like about what gets out where in Philly or New York or some of these other markets t- the, Sunday morning, there would be a big article on IUK. Now the Niners do not operate like that, but if we could get a couple more of those, we would love it. Cause we'd like to talk about it. Yeah. It helps when the team wants to motivate a guy through the media. And that's not, I, I'll give you one actually. That's more of a global like not Niners specific, but just more of a bigger picture. One would be like, I understand why the media, when a, when a player gets, gets, um, I understand why the media sometimes feel, feels obligated to remind everybody else that athletes are humans too. Cause they are obviously, but the percentage of people that actually like treat them, like yell at them in their DMS, like, I don't mean yell at, I just mean like really are inappropriate is so small. Most of the people understand that it's insane to send Raheem Mostert's wife messages about what a loser he is. Like you're not making that announcement on the internet. And then someone who is that level of like crazy goes, Oh, good point. I won't be such a dick anymore. Most people get it. Most people know that when you move your job, moves you somewhere else and it's not your choice. That's shitty. But most people are tuning in because they like the games. And I have no problem sharing the human interest side of it, right? Like, A, there's just a fundamental reason you do it. It helps you with access to players when they realize, like, yeah, this is something I appreciate you standing up for me. But also, it's legitimate. Like, this is not the newspaper era. There's enough space for all of it. All of it. You can do... 12 all 22 breakdowns and also do a human interest story, right? It used to be the newspaper was only so big. The internet didn't exist. You had to make a decision, this thing or that thing. Well, in the internet era, there's no this or that because there's not, we're not limited to only 12 pages. There's, so you can do it all. So I'm not saying when you say, Hey, you know, a big part of the trade deadline is, you know, athlete leaves family stays behind. That's stressful on the family. That's real. All I'm saying is don't tell the consumer like you guys are jerks for not also acknowledging this aspect of it. That's a that's a piece. Now I'm not even know I don't even know if that's a beat writer thing or just an internet thing, but uh, I think most people are reasonable people. Most people get it. I do think a the few internet people thing- act like jerks, and so we react to those people. Yeah, I do think the social do. media thing with family members sometimes gets blown out of proportion of like it it in inca- it in you know. Uh, connects to a lot of people. I, I I think it connects to a very, very small percentage of fucking losers. And, and I'm not saying don't defend Raheem Mostert. No. Right, like, I'm not saying let that person hang out there by themselves. I'm just saying don't make the mistake of thinking this is how most people feel or act. I also have a big picture thought on social media that like, and listen, I, I don't pretend like Raheem Mostert's wife should quite understand this, but definitely for the players or any, any person that's has a following, 
part of taking the good is taking the really bad, and we know the really bad at this point in time. Like in 14, 15, sure. maybe. Like at this point in time, like but, I, I'm just shocked with nothing that said. Again, I, I, I exclude but her. When it's, when it's you, when it's happening to you, it's. I know, but it, we have evidence now. It, it happens nonstop. I know, but it doesn't change the fact that when it happens to you, it's still, it's a lot harder to be like, ah, oh, it's just the internet, right? I know, but I we all take the good really well. Most of I know, but we've bad. been on the internet, but we're internet experts. You know? But I'm saying so are the, you you know, the players and all these other people now have been on yeah, the internet Yeah, but they still, time. I mean, we, we are like experts like in terms of the internet experts we're in the top one percent of just i think they get the they get they we get also what we do we get a lot more just over the time bad with the good it's like a pretty balance i think as a player sometimes you get a lot of good it's all right next up john from walter love the occasional references to small towns in the central valley i'm a teacher at fireball high school and this city takes great pride in josh allen funny thing is i'm originally from mendota rival town about 10 minutes away and we beat josh allen twice in 3018 30, uh, 2013. Think about that. Beating Josh Allen twice in high school. Go dogs. I have lots of Bulls Tavern stories. Not a question there, but oh. good insight. That's okay. Yeah. Keeps us moving. Bulls Thank what? you, Walter. Walter Ayala, by the way, full name on the internet. Look at this. Guy. How many people on that team that you know are working now in the Central Valley tell that story? We beat him twice. Beat him twice. Same year. Josh Allen. Oh, that guy that got 150 million. When he when that story broke, oh, Josh Allen now. just signed 150 million dollars. How many people in Mendota were telling their buddies I'm gonna at guess the I'm local gonna... plant, oh. wherever they're working, we fucking kicked his ass. Not once, yeah. but again, that has to mean the playoffs, right? He might have had twice 360 against the Dolphins, but he had 72 yards against Mendota. Yeah, uh, next up from Anthony, I'm confused about Todd Downey. Maybe this is what I was thinking of uh, on our last podcast when I asked you about Downey. I thought Downey was Carr's OC when Carr was up for MVP till he broke his leg. Maybe I'm wrong. I also didn't like Del Rio getting fired after two winning seasons. Please break down the last season of Del Rio so I can understand. Enjoy listening. If you're in Brentwood, Northern California, try Caps with two Ps. It's great food and great bar. That's not far away from me. I think Brentwood's like 15, 20 minutes. So uh, I don't think I, can we do a there. deep dive on Del Rio's uh, time? No. He had one winning season. The Derek for MVP season, wasn't that a Musgrave year? Yeah, it was. Musgrave got fired after that year. So Jack got here. He got seven and nine. Then they went twelve and four. Musgrave got fired after twelve and four because a lot of teams were going to hire Todd Downing. Todd Downing gets upgraded. Disaster. I mean, the offense just looked terrible. And the, and, the real thing was simple. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, and Todd Downing's offense again looked. He just has no instincts. Todd Downing is a play caller. And the real thing was had nothing to do with really anything the real was doing because John Gruden was available. John Gruden, there was Mark was going to hire his friend John Gruden. John Gruden said, "I'm willing to come back." Mark and Tampa Bay went all in, and John signed. Took him hundred million, but he signed. Del Rio was in the wrong place at the wrong time on that one. Do you remember uh, how Del Rio from- was fired, guy? How Del Rio was fired? Walking off no. the field. Remember that against the Chargers. And then as he went in, because the story broke, and as oh. he went into his press conference, Mark had fired him on the field. Very weird. Yeah. That, weird that thing doesn't get enough, that, that thing doesn't get enough uh, attention. No. Uh, but you just brought it. All right, next up from somebody whose name is just letters. H-C-S-E-J-B-C-E-H-J-B-D-D-H-J-B-S. If that's actually your name, I'm going to need a pronunciation guide. It says, hey, guys, great show. Can't get enough. Viking fam uh, here. I know that you're not very keen on Kyler Murray, but I drafted him in fantasy, and I'm wondering if you think he can be a good fantasy performer. 
Do you think he'll run the ball like he did last year pre-injury or be more conservative like he was post-injury? Best place to get a drink is Zorbaz on Gull Lake in Lakeshore, Minnesota. Keep up the great work. Love the show. Mikey, half a full name on the internet. Zorbaz, Z-O-R-B-A-Z, if anyone's heading to a Gull Lake in Lakeshore, Minnesota. What do you think? I, I mean, I, well, I think he's a fantastic fantasy football player. Like, I mean, on the of the fantasy football, I know we, there's always pushback. Running backs go ahead of quarterbacks. I listened to Matthew Barry say something recently. He's like, well, these running quarterbacks that now can throw, right? If you can throw for 35 touchdowns and then also run for seven or eight and th- run for 500 yards, that's an added element that forever, beside like Michael Vick, it didn't really exist. I'm watching Jalen Hurts. He's going to throw three or four touchdowns and also run for 50 yards. Like you get, you get credit for rushing yards. Kyler's better. <laughs> Kyler's, I don't know what his week one fantasy was, but it had to be pretty good. He threw four touchdowns and he ran for 68 yards. I think he's got to be a top two or three fantasy quarterback. When you say, uh, yeah, I look, I, when you say we're not keen on him, like I, I might take him pretty, he's pretty damn good. I wonder a, you've brought up the, the longevity. For me, it's just like, is he the leader of that team? Like, is he that type of guy? Do we know that yet? I don't think we know that yet. Um, there have been some, what was Steve, was it Steve Young that said he'd heard from a NFL veteran that Kyler's not, I, I heard from somebody. <laughs> who, uh, yeah, that was the theory. I also, I heard similar from somebody who is very tight with somebody on that team. That it's just, it's, we're not positive that Kyler's, TJ Watt told you that JJ told you? Told JJ, him yeah, TJ told me. Damn it. <laughs> All right, John, next up. Uh, this is uh, from Jiffy. Love the uh, after game live broadcast. Why do the Niners keep doubling down on injured players? Verrett, two ACL tears and Achilles, Mostert, multiple games, Kinlaw, uh, history of knee tendonitis going into the draft, just to name a few. The definition, of, I didn't mention hurt, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Now they're short at key positions. You can only blame luck for so long. Shanahan and Lynch deserve a sizable share of the blame here. Stay healthy and keep grinding. Like, why am I not I getting do... skinny? Well, you, John, you had Chinese food one night, Thai food the next night, and pizza the other night. It's why? It's like, well, it's insanity, right? Do the same thing over and over, never That's get right. skinny. I if they fail, if this doesn't work, the Shanahan Lynch era, this will be one of the major. I mean, the, some of their draft misses, but everyone hits and misses in the draft. But this will be a big part of the story because I do think. You get last year is kind of, we've talked about this. It's kind of a, you know, hey, shit happens to teams. If the same stuff happens this year to some of the same players, not all of them are the same players, um, then they, I, they're not going to get a free pass again. Now, what does that actually mean? Does it mean they're getting fired? No. But the pressure will ramp up a little bit. The only way I can envision a, a future firing is Trey Lance's disaster, which would, because to me, if he's good, He'll mask screw ups. Chiefs had misses. This is why you look at Seattle. To me, if he's good, you'll be okay. If he's just average, you got problems. Right. Kind of funny, right? Kyle has told us the reason you want, the reason you chase a top five quarterback is because they can top this is what top five quarterbacks do. They I think we're all in agreement. They did the right, they had the right mindset. They swung for the fences. Then once you swing for the fences, you just got to see where the ball goes. Trace yeah. the ball right now. I don't really know where, you know, he's probably still not even in the air yet. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, 
or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised, crate free and wild caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, next up, John, this is from Facebook where you can also ask us questions. This is from Corbin. He says, question for you guys. Is Tom the best of the goats? I'm an Irish fan, but Tom is as far as transcended Montana. Now he's not even close. He has to be in the mix for the goat of all goats. I'm from Australia. And as far as us sports, he would have to be Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Muhammad Ali group now. Doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Goat of goats. Yes. Agreed. Good call. Would you rank him though above? Like I'd have Michael and Tiger above him, like as an individual player. Like those guys were better at what they did than Tom. But Tom's career, when it all the dust settles, he might have the best career out of all four of those guys, or you know himself included, which is weird. Yeah, I, I um, like peak Tiger and peak Michael were better than do. peak Tom. Yeah, I think so. But they were just so part of that was they were so physically, athletically dominant. Right? Can is it just can you not be ahead of those guys if you're not more just not he doesn't look like them in terms of the style the game, but he fucking wins. But he kind of did, right? Because when he was younger and they got Randy Moss, I remember him throwing all the bombs. Yeah, I mean, but but I mean like individually those yeah, guys running are around so different than everybody yeah. else. Well, especially Tiger. I guess Michael's a different argument. Michael was part of it was he played defense as well as he played offense. Next up, this comes from Ralph, John. Ralph says Agree or disagree? Khalil Mack is the modern-day Dick Butkus. Never in a title game, let alone a Super Bowl. Bears aren't going anywhere this year, and going nine and eight and ten and seven leaves you in no man's land. Does he eventually leave to chase a title? You know, I was just thinking about Dick Butkus, John. What were you thinking? Well, I mean, you know, should he have gone three? Uh, uh, no, I wasn't. I was, here's something interesting though. He was the third overall pick in the NFL draft in 1965 and a second round pick that same year in the AFL draft. So we had options. Uh, he was the ninth overall pick, second overall, second round, I said, but there were only eight teams. He was the ninth overall pick in the AFL draft that year. Gail Sayers, that was Joe Namath's, Joe Namath's round in 65 um, in the NFL draft. That was, uh, uh, yeah, Butkus. Oh, and Gail Sayers. The Bears drafted Butkus and Sayers, and then both their guys got drafted in the AFL, but obviously they went to Do the Do you uh, think in the history NFL. of human beings, anyone's ever had Dick and Butt in the same full name? Well, there was the, uh, the, um, the, the race car guy named uh, Dick Trickle. So, no, that's sorry. I couldn't think of the last name, but that's a, that's a good one. Uh, I do wonder, does there come a time when the Bears trade Khalil Mack for something? Well, he's not any good anymore might be the problem. Honestly, guy, he might be kind of shot. I, I, he looked bad the other night. He wasn't that good last. I mean, for his standard, like his, his arrow seems to be not pointing in the right direction. It could just be the vibe there when you're just defensive. He's just over. Like, can, we, can I just plan a good offense? Right? Can I just do where I just get to hunt? But that's not the case when you're always down and playing the run. Uh, all right. Next up. Yeah, that would be um, Dick Butkus. Would, would the Raiders look better? 
Uh, next up, this question is, except for the pick of the stick, what's your favorite Niners moment? Your favorite NFL moment? And then your favorite Super Bowl moment? Uh, you guys should come to London for one of the international games. Do a live pod from a London pub. Ham pod pub. Uh, give UK a slice of the uh, ham action. The first round of Tito's is on me. Uh, Except pick of the stick, what's your favorite Niners moment? I mean, besides the Tom Sula fart, <laughs> which Joe Staley confirmed to us, would probably be the Terrell Owens catch from Steve Young, where he almost tripped against the Packers in the wild card round. The other moment, it was just, it wasn't an individual moment, but the back, the three straight series of Alex touchdown run, Drew Brees touchdown to Jimmy Graham, and then Alex to Vernon Davis, and then he cries to Harbaugh. Like just that sequence, the Terrell Owens moment that was probably ninety seven or ninety eight. I remember I had a babysitter who was this older lady. By that time, I was like twelve or thirteen. But she was out of town. Town. I went over there to do something with her pool. I watched the game by myself at like thirteen or twelve years old, and I remember watching that. I lost my voice from screaming so loud. The Terrell Owens moment. Oh, you never heard about like, having the kids. I know it was a good fan back then, but. uh the I, I would prob that that was pretty sweet. You just think about it, Steve Young to Terrell Owens to win a game in the playoffs. Uh yeah, I mean that was and Vernon Davis, both of them kind of similar, right? Over the middle. Both of them are crying off the field, like pretty visual in tears, getting hugged by their coach, Mooch and Harbaugh. Um, I remember just as a kid the dominance of the Chargers Super Bowl. I, I think for me, I, I don't remember the catch. You know, for so many people, if you're older than us, the catch will would be your moment. But I remember I had a little figurine. You mean Joe- 1980, 1981 when we weren't alive? That's that right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I had a figurine born in 85. I had a figurine of Joe Montana and it came throwing the football. And it came, think about this. It came with an Ed Tutal Jones Figurine too. So Ed Tutal Jones, who was the defender on that play with his arms outstretched that Montana had to throw it high because Ed Tutal Jones was in front of him. They called Ed. They're like, Ed, you got a figurine. He's like, sweet. They're like, well, it's part of the Montana figurine pack. You don't actually have your own figurine. That's some bullshit. That moment I've watched so many times. Just as a football fan, you watch NFL films over the years. I've watched this the drive, you know, that particular drive on YouTube. I can't get over that thing. I didn't see it live, so I don't have like that memory of it. But I do understand every time I watch it, I think the ball is going too high, and I and it's Vince Scully, and I. So even though I wasn't alive for it, the reason we're, if you're new to the show, pick at the stick. We were there, right there on the sideline, sandwiched basically between Jim Harbaugh and Chris Berman, and uh, on the field for the pick at the stick. So where would you put the scramble? Why tittle 1969 against uh, uh. you know. That's gonna. That's just. I, I haven't watched that one quite as many times. I, I typed in Terrell Owens, Steve Young on Wikipedia. It's known as the catch number two. If that's what Wikipedia says, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, favorite NFL moment. This is favorite spelled with a U. Anything else you want to add here? Yeah, I mean, James Harrison's um, interception return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl is pretty high for me. That'd be up there. Yeah. Malcolm Butler catch, pretty crazy. The Malcolm Butler. Oh my, that's <laughs> that actually. That's a good one. Because I was, if you said right there, guy, you how much money Mar, do you want to bet on whether or not Marshawn Lynch scores a touchdown on this play? I said, yes, I'll bet all the money I have. There's no doubt in my mind that's what's about to happen. The 28-3 to comeback, the game sucked. I remember laying on my couch like this is stupid. I'm going to take a nap. It felt a little bit like Broncos, Seattle. Remember when 
Seattle just kicked the shit out of the Broncos. Yeah. When the comeback started happening, and then when it kind of got real, you start thinking like the Patriots, are they really going to – I kind of vividly remember when it got to like one score, I'm like, this is nuts. They're really going to pull this off. And when they scored to tie it, I'm like, this, they're going to win this thing in overtime. And they went right yeah. down the field and won in overtime. Right. I don't know. It's a good one. There's so many good ones. Okay. Uh, get in the mailbag. We appreciate that. Check out upstart.com slash ham. Go to rexmd.com slash ham yeah. right now for generic get it, Viagra. Get in our league. DraftKings. Download the app. Promo code ham. DraftKings, DraftKings, DraftKings. That link is down in the description. If you're listening to this, there may not be time. There might not be any spots left in our game, but get in the league anyway. Click on that link so you'll get the invite uh, when the league goes, when the game goes live next week. All right, y'all. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.